Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the English with Grace podcast. This is a centralized hub for students, teachers, and English language learners to practice their English and listen to the differing opinions of other English speakers. The content and focus of this podcast will vary, and my goal is to introduce listeners to a variety of perspectives, backgrounds, and experiences as we discuss topics that are also presented in my English with Grace conversation classes. So I'm very excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy this discussion. And of course, like and subscribe if you like it. And I look forward to seeing you in some of our upcoming conversation classes. All right, here we go. So today on English with Grace, I am interviewing a very special friend of mine, Cal Powers, and we are going to talk about superstitions. But first, Cal, could you introduce yourself, maybe share a little bit about what you do and then how you know me? Sure. I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. My name's Cal. I am from a small town outside of Houston, Texas in the United States. And I met Grace while we were in graduate school together in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, everyone, you are now referenced or referred to as Grace Landers. <laughs> <laughs> the fans of Grace. Fans Grace, of Grace. I love it so much. And Cal, I invited you on here because I feel like you and I, we talked a lot about, I don't know, astrology, superstitions. You would be somebody I would love to talk to about this topic. So I'm excited to see where this conversation goes. So, I'm very excited too. Yes. My first question, um, can you define a superstition? What is a superstition? Sure. So when I think about a superstition, I think of a not provable belief that is related to an uncontrollable outcome that you either want or don't want. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it has to do with luck and success and that kind of realm of um, luckiness and unluckiness. Yeah, I like that. Not provable. Uh, belief. I think in my class we used, it's not backed by science. So uh, some things that are unexplainable. I like that definition. Okay. And then would you say that you are a superstitious person? I am of two minds. I am of course a typical Gemini. Uh, I would say immediately, yes, I'm extremely superstitious, but then I'm also flip side of like a non-believer sometimes of like, well, that's just silly. I have, I have an example for you later, though, that, that explains that. Okay, great. Well, that's just silly. Um, I also just realized I need to invite you back for the Zodiac one, because you just said, I'm a Gemini. Can you quickly, for people who don't know what that means, what, does, what are you talking about when you say, I'm a Gemini? So the Zodiac describes your personality characteristics based on where the stars and planets were when you were born. So I'm a Gemini, which has a lot to do with like the twins. So there's duality to me. I have a lot of, I can see both sides to things a lot. Mm-hmm. Very creative and witty people. A lot to do with um, words and communication, which is funny since I work in <laughs> the field of language education. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I am a, a, a true Gemini. Yes, definitely. Um, And you said that you think being a Gemini makes you more superstitious or just more open to being superstitious? Oh, 
Well, uh, Gemini's are also very curious. So these kinds oh. of little, uh, curiosities are very intriguing to me. Okay. All right. Now for the juicy stuff. Now for the good part. <laughs> I am hoping that you can tell me two or three superstitions that you believe in or that come to mind when I ask you, what are some superstitions? So there's the typical superstitions that like are very well known when talking about superstitions, like walking under a ladder or breaking a mirror or mm -hmm. spilling salt, those kinds of things. Those were not very like, they were so known that like, they just, they almost didn't feel like a superstition to me. It was just like, I know not to do that. Okay, um, pause. I'm going to pause yeah. for just a second. Well known to who? Because I did this quiz in my class. And just so everyone, my listeners know, I predominantly teach students in China right now for my English with Grace classes. And a lot of them hadn't heard of the ladder or the salt. Um, they did know about the mirror. So I wanted to ask, do you mean well-known in the U.S.? Well, specifically, I was talking about within my family and friends of like who I grew up with. So like at sure. school and stuff like, or whatever, whenever they're referenced in media and things, I, those are ones that you often see referenced. Mm -hmm. Um but in my family, my dad is very superstitious. And as I've grown up, I've learned that the superstitions that he instilled in me are not very common and are very weird. Um, the one that comes to mind that I think about all the time and actually just explained to a friend the other day when we were walking down the street, we're on the sidewalk. And if there's a pole in the sidewalk, my dad would not allow us to split the pole. So like split, like splitting a banana in half down the middle. If he, if you are walking and the group of people you're walking with goes on one side of the pole to the right and you go to the, it's splitting the pole. And my dad says it's bad luck. So he would stop everyone in our family and say, Oh, no, stop, go back and unsplit the pole and you'd have to walk back down the sidewalk, go around the pole the, where to the side that they had walked on and come back to meet the group. So that's one superstition that my family does that mm -hmm. I've never met anyone else that does that. I'm having a flashback. You showed me this in Monterey. You told yes. me about that. So do you know the, what would happen? Like the, what's the, uh, you'll just have bad luck or if you. Yeah, I think it's, it's an undefined bad luck. Okay. Which one. <laughs> Whereas sometimes it's a very specific, like mm -hmm. with the breaking the mirror, it's seven years of bad luck, mm -hmm. but it's also undefined, but still specifically seven years, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but there are some superstitions that have a specific outcome that you're trying to avoid. For instance, in my family, my dad was also very strict that you should never ever touch someone's crutches or wheelchair and try to use them if you're of able-bodied because then you're like asking for the universe to make you need that like to break your leg or something so uh if we when growing up my my dad would very angrily like stop us from touching the crutches or a wheelchair or something because he he believed that if you touch it then you're gonna like fall and break your leg Oh my goodness. I have not heard that one before. I knew this with the poll, but that's because you told me about it. So yes, those are two that were new for me. Do you think your dad made those up or how did he hear about them? Honestly, I have no idea. I thought about like, I wonder if his parents were very superstitious and 
put these into him. Yeah. But <laughs> perfect transition. Maybe he and I are similar in the fact that maybe he just heard one person say this one time and took it to heart and continued that tradition mm -hmm. because once <laughs> once in middle school so i was about 14 probably um i was with my friend my best friend darby and i was with her family and we were sitting darby and i were sitting in the very back row of their family car um van and we were driving to a football game and Darby and I were just playing in the back seat. And she said, oh, look, we're about to drive over railroad tracks. And she said, when we drive over, you have to lift your feet up off the ground of the car while you drive over it. And then you can put your feet back down when you drive over it. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why? And she's like, it's just bad luck. And I said, oh, okay. And the whole family did it. I participated. And then for years, actually to this day, I still pick my feet up every time I drive over railroad tracks. <laughs> but the funny thing is I talked to Darby. No, she was in my car. Like, I think I was in college. So it'd been close to 10 years and we were driving and I drove over railroad, railroad tracks and picked my feet up. And she said, what are you doing? And I said, what do you mean? What am I doing? You taught you, me this. Yeah, this is your family superstition. She said, I have no idea what you're talking about. We don't do that. Oh. And so I've been living years of my life abiding by this superstition that not even the person that told me about it actually <laughs> does. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Okay, I'm going to comfort you. One of my best friends in elementary school, Andrea Peeper, if you're ever listening to this, she did that. And her family said, you have to lift your feet up when you go over the railroad tracks. Quick clarification though, when you're driving, you lift your feet up? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a little dangerous, <laughs> risk taker. I don't like put them above my head. <laughs> do the splits and like lift your legs up. all right okay um but yeah I, think I usually keep my foot on the gas pedal mm -hmm. or, but or just close to it yeah just quick lift it's just railroad tracks so probably not that long yeah okay those are some good ones i hadn't heard of the first two that you mentioned and then some typical ones like you've heard of the you mentioned the salt and throw it over your left shoulder black mm -hmm. cats are bad luck yeah. uh all of those okay i I take offense to that one. I am a cat lover and black cats are the least adopted animal from animal <gasps> shelters because of this superstition. Oh no, I did not sad. know that. Yeah. Oh. So, so that's, that's, that's the example of a superstition that I'm like, that's just silly. How dare you? Don't insult yeah. that beautiful kitty. <laughs> we do not believe in that one. Okay. <laughs> to no. all the Gracelanders out there, we do not believe in the black cat superstition. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, this next part, Cal, is about, I know you've spent time in France and you've learned French as your second language. And as language teachers, we really enjoy cross-cultural observations, things like that. Um, do you know any superstitions that are specific to um, any French-speaking countries, not specifically France, because it's worldwide? Uh, do you have any to share? Yes. So, I studied abroad in 2017 in Tours, France, 
And I was there for five months and made a group of friends that were all also there on Erasmus uh, study abroad for Mm -hmm. Europeans. And they were all from different European countries. Most of them are German and Spanish and Italian. I had one Belgian friend. And it was a really fun group of friends because we were all so interested in each other's cultures. Mm -hmm. And so we always made it a point to ask each other if like a conversation topic like superstitions came up, we would go around the circle and say, is this true in your country? Is it true in your country? What about yours? And we would all share about it. And it was always really fun. And one that I learned about while having these kinds of experiences was in France, it is bad luck to put a a a baguette, any kind of loaf of bread upside down on the table. It always has to be right side up. Um, And if like you're sitting at a table and you pick the bread up and tear a chunk off and set it back down and it's upside down, a a French person would just reach over and flip it right side up (laughs) because it would like bother them. Uh, Obviously it's a superstition, so it's not like everyone believes in it, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of generalizing there, but yeah, uh, that one I found interesting. Yeah, me too. I'd never heard of that. Uh, So that's kind of, it kind of reminds me of the lucky penny. If you see a penny heads up like pick it up because it's good luck but if it's bad luck not bad luck if it's tails up or whatever you flip it over so the next person who finds it yes okay well that's funny you say that that's another superstition in my family that's a little bit different my dad says his his mom died 25 years ago Mm -hmm. and he says that anytime he sees a penny tails up his mom said that that would be her sign of saying that she's with you and on our walk into whenever he came, my family came to move me into my first dorm when I moved into college. My dad, of course, was emotional. And right in front of the door when we were going into the building was a penny there. And he was like, my mom's here with us. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Um, I'm thinking that I might need to clarify what a penny is. So those okay. of you who are listening in the U.S., um, we have for our currency one coin um it's like a brown a copper uh coin and it's worth one cent so a penny uh is what we call that coin but i like that cal i'm going to start saying that (laughs) oh someone's here with us uh okay last part of the podcast this is where i feel like i should start singing your favorite song yes (laughs) (laughs) very superstitious alex please keep this on um So the last part of the podcast is a quote, an idiom or an expression about today's topic. Do you have anything that comes to mind um, related to superstitions? Yes. So we had thought of this before. Um, One that I say often is knock on wood. So when we're talking in, in conversation and you say something wait is it when you say something you want to happen and you knock on wood so you you don't jinx it or is it when you say something bad it's kind of like a god forbid knock on wood so that doesn't happen uh it's so it doesn't happen I think it can be both actually and I'm so glad you're questioning yourself because this came up in my class the other day oh my gosh really (laughs) okay let me think about an example of when I would say knock on wood because I say it all the time 
say it all the time. I think it would be like, oh, I'm so excited tomorrow we're going to the pool um, and the weather's supposed to be sunny, knock on knock wood. On wood. There's my knock. Um, And if that just means like, oh, I don't want to jinx it, meaning I don't want to put bad luck on that by saying it's going to be sunny. We're going to do this fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it so funny? I grew up that being such a big part of the mindset is like, don't jinx something. And yet today we're so about manifestation and saying (laughs) what you want into the world. (laughs) I know. A little ironic. Yeah. But yes, knock on wood. And I wanted you to also mention. Uh, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, crossing your fingers has different contexts in America. Mm-hmm. In this context, when you say like, it's kind of the same thing of like, well, I just submitted my application for grad school. Fingers crossed. It's kind of saying, I hope it goes well. Mm-hmm. Or you could say it as a response to someone. If I said, uh, I just submitted my application for grad school, you could say to me, ah, fingers crossed, meaning yeah. I hope it goes good for you. Mm-hmm. And you cross your pointer and middle finger over each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's a good one. And I think we just, we just naturally say, we don't even say, oh, I hope it goes well. We'll just say, oh, yeah. fingers crossed. And then it's like, well. if you don't know what that means, people keep crossing their fingers at me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Cal, these were such good superstitions. I'm thinking I might have to invite you back for a part two, but we're going to keep this one short and sweet. Can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing your expertise about superstitions. And I hope to have you back. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. I absolutely ch- love chatting with you and I could talk about superstitions all day long. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the English with Grace podcast. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you did like this episode, please go ahead and like and subscribe and keep an eye out for more episodes coming soon.